0: And what up, Wolves? It's Don Chen's. Obviously, Dan Pulzello is next to me. Hey, guys. And we are on the couch instead of at the table because we have a guest, and our guest is Justin Smith. What's up, guys? How's it going? Justin, how's it going? Justin is a comedian in New York City, and originally from Oklahoma City, Right. correct? Right. yeah, yeah you when did you move from oklahoma to here uh maybe i moved here maybe about four and a half years ago something like that much different than oklahoma i assume
1: no no no, it's, it's about the same <laughs> it's, where it's just it's the exact same It's uh all the cows in central park you know yeah <laughs> no it's uh i don't know it's i think every city's this every city's different every city's different every city's the same yeah you know it's like every city's different because every city has a, a like a douchebag every every city has a hipster yeah. every city city has like a weird racial whatever like it's like it's all the fucking same thing it's just how Much you turn it up Like that's all it is Except
0: you probably have Less trash on the street In Oklahoma City I would think
1: I mean There's some places Where you get I mean like Also like You don't have cow shit On your streets here Like That's a Like human shit (laughs) But it's like It's just It's all it's, It's just different Yeah Everything is just different Yeah You know It's like It takes you 45 minutes To get to a certain place It takes me 45 minutes To get to a certain place In Oklahoma It's just here It's because of the traffic And there It's because You're 45 minutes away. Yeah. yeah. You're actually forty five minutes yeah, yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you you have lots of land and shit, but you you know, you're far away.
0: Yeah. So uh what made you decide to make the jump? Well just I I, I well like what made me move here like in general or like Yeah, like you how'd you start comedy and what made you decide I gotta oh, be doing this in New York and not Oklahoma City.
1: Well I started comedy uh mainly just because I was like I was kinda like fascinated by it. I uh I I actually went to school to be like a preacher. Holy what? shit. Yeah, 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 I went to school to be like a pastor. Damn, and, talk uh, about a career change. I was in a, I was, <laughs> It was weird. I was in a Best Buy, and I was looking for like like comedy stuff. Like not even stand I was just like... I was watching a lot of like Fresh Prince at the time, and was I was like, oh... Because they were just now putting all those TV shows on DVD, so yeah. you used to have to like watch them live. Yeah. Like on reruns and right. stuff. So I was just like, oh, what's... You know, what's... I, I was something else. I want to do something fun. And then he uh this guy best buy in Missouri where i was going to school was like hey have you ever watched stand up before and i was like no wow and this dude like this dude is fucking amazing because he could have like he could have pointed me to some of the like biggest dog shit yeah like i mean like it could like that that time when when i was looking through dvds it could have been like uh like uh, he could have said anything like it was like mencia yeah. blue collar was big then have you seen um, jeff dunham
0: yeah jeff Dun- it's yeah. another one man it's just like, i like jeff dunham. do you like puppets man <laughs> <laughs> i got puppets in this
2: corner uh, just it's what a j- different trajectory that would have been yeah it was. Just,
1: it's so crazy but he he took me to these he took me to this section and for a small town of missouri it had a very impressive Comedy section is
2: this a so this is a Best Buy? Yeah, okay.
1: And it was he handed me three DVDs. He handed me uh, Chappelle's for what it's worth. Oh, he good He did the film more. Uh, fucking, you bet your sweet yeah. ass it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that one's okay, I think. And then uh, he handed me uh, Lewis Black, Red, White, and Screwed, which is Lewis Black's best best special. Yeah. And then uh, he handed me um, Bill Cosby's himself. And it was fucking... It was like... I took those home and I just... And I memorized them. Yeah. All of them. All three of them. And then I just became fascinated with it. And then I got to the point where... Because I was still trying to pre I was, I was a pre... So, like, I would write funny stuff at the beginning of my sermon. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Like, all these things, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But I, I was... It was always pointing towards this road of me becoming a comic. But I found myself... <clears throat> In like uh, we have preaching classes. Yeah. This is a
2: quality degree I'm getting right here. Just, like, <laughs> so, just yeah. it, so, you went to school for preaching, and there was preaching classes, yeah, like yeah. in college. Yeah, that, well, like, I mean, like if you if you do like
1: communications, you do public speaking. Yeah, it's the same thing. They're just they're training you for a career. Okay. Um, but it just that's I never thought about that before. Yeah, ever. of course. That's crazy. That's what college is supposed to like it's supposed to are <laughs> yeah. supposed to teach you in peddling bullshit. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if you know where I'm landing on religion right now. <laughs> but, uh,
0: <laughs> At least that's more applicable than most things are. like general bullshit you never use after college. Yeah. That's like directly I want to be a preacher and they're teaching how to preach. At least it's yeah. pretty yeah. direct.
1: But it was I mean like, but I, I found myself focusing more on the funnier parts of my sermon than the actual like dive into the text and like yeah like like Greek original language and all that shit like I wasn't doing I was like I was focusing more on all right, is this funny is this is this a a thing (laughs) oh my god and yeah and then that's and then I more and more focused on that and then I then I one night I had like an I I didn't know what to do I was just like I had a bunch of people over and I just did stand up like my first time it was like I did like 30 minutes
2: oh my my god that's a of time yeah,
1: yeah it's fucking it's crazy and, uh, and I, I don't know. It was, uh, I did, I did this thing and then, uh, and then I did it a few more times in Missouri and then I graduated and I moved back to Oklahoma and there was a club there and that's where I, that's how I started. And then I just started doing it in Oklahoma and about four years in. And then I was like, well, I can move to like a, like a mid-major market. Like I can move to like an Austin or a Denver or Chicago and, and then work up and then move to New York or I can just fucking do it. I just go right now, yeah, and I did, and that's what I did. I just moved, I just went right for it, and uh, it's a I, I don't know, it's 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 gone pretty good. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's 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 going all right. Like it's like it's not like it. <sighs> I don't know. I can't imagine going
0: to another city before this. Yeah. Right. It, it would that would have been insane. Did I, did, you, did you get resistance from like friends and family advising you against doing that, or was everyone pretty supportive about oh, it? No, no,
1: no, no, nobody was. <laughs> 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 it was a lot of like, what? What the fuck are you doing? What do you? Yeah. I don't understand. Why? Why are you going? Like, uh, it's basically the opposite of of what if if they made a biopic about me, what they're gonna write, right? Like, it's it was all just. It's like okay, well, you g- good luck, but damn, <laughs> See you in six months, <laughs> like, <I'm back. laughs> yeah, yeah. but that's I, I don't know. That's the one thing about comedy that nobody will tell you is that um, people will be supportive in the beginning because it's a fun, interesting thing that you do, and then once you like really like sell out, which is what you have to do to be good at it, you have to sell out at some point, right? And just go for it. And when you do that, uh, people don't like people don't understand because and and like I, like I've, I've lost so much so many aspects of my life uh because of this thing because of doing this like i was i was i was married uh and that that all fell i had a nice house i had a good job i had all that stuff and then i just like i basically had everything that every comic wants to have and then i i had it before i started and then i threw it all away and now i'm Sitting on a couch in a in the tiniest room. <laughs> the city. Dude,
0: I gotta get a new apartment. Everyone yeah, just rips on my apartment. You are not the first person to say how small this apartment is. Well,
1: it, first of all, it was a little irritating that you were like, "Yeah, we usually sit at the table, but we can't sit at the table." It's like, is what's this? there
0: three people? It's like, is no, that a fat no, joke? No, like, no, I, like no, I can't not. fit at the table? No, it's no, not. Not. no, no, no. I said we had other people there all the time. That's what <laughs> well, just, I, I could barely fit the two of us in frame when yeah, we're over there. Table so table's so. a tough fit because it's a place. Oh, so
1: it's a fat? It's a fat again? Like you can't fit me in frame? Is that? what it is, Listen, is what I to so I far away from I the camera just because we had to this. get
2: a new lens because you were here it doesn't mean that any of this is against you oh my gosh that wouldn't surprise me it really <laughs> no. wouldn't
1: it wouldn't uh, it would it wouldn't surprise me
2: um, so I think like journey wise you think I mean you kind of mentioned it with moving to New York like not imagining it being another any other way do you think you would have advice now knowing what you know knowing the sacrifices like do you think you could go back to justin four years in deciding to make the move and give him any advice like would it be like here's what you're going to sacrifice or
1: i don't know i think though i i don't know i think i like the idea of where i am and just being like no just go just go do it like there's little things i would say Try this instead of that. But for the most part, it's like, dude, just go get it. Just go, like, just you're, like, you're good enough. Just go get it. You know, I, I know it sounds like really weird. Like, there, I wish there was like better advice that I could give. Yeah. But it's for me, it, like, if I could run into me however long ago, just being like, dude, it's like, you're gonna, you're gonna do way better than you think. And you're gonna do some of the coolest shit that you're doing. You're gonna do cooler shit than most people. Uh, in this business we'll ever get to do in the next four years and I don't know like it's that's that's a pretty cool thing for me
0: you know yeah. I also like how you said you kind of had everything that people hope to have and you kind of dropped it to pursue comedy because well, yeah. I feel like that's kind of what traps people is I think that, that's what will deter most was like oh I have a house I have like a family I have a good job like why would I drop this and it's kind of like it takes a, a certain kind of like you have to really like fucking want it to make that jump when you have the things that you want, you know? Yeah.
1: But that's, I think that's anything that's worth like do like anything that's worth doing is worth like, like really going for. And I think that's, I think that's been kind of like the cool thing is like, everybody's realized like, Oh no, no, this is what he's doing. This is like this whole, like him, like having kids and him, like having like, you know, steady relationships and having all like, that's all gone. Like, that's, that's not, I'm like, maybe it's like, you know, it, maybe down the road, but like, but the point is like, that stuff is so on the back burner. Mm-hmm. It is, I mean, like, that's not a thing. That's not a thing for me because to me, like this, like this art form, what this is like, that is number one. And I think you can see it in my work. You can see it in what I do. You can see it in the way that I act in the way that I carry myself. Like that's. That's what it is. I don't. Know, I don't know that, even though if that makes sense. It makes sense to me. But yeah. <clears throat> that's. I don't know. That's that's always the goal. That's always the goal is to be that guy that is no matter what like is dedicated to the thing. Like whether you make it or not. Like like that's one thing that kind of drives me crazy is is uh, um, people that like make like the best in the world like the most famous are never the best in the world. Yeah. Like that's, that's also what's really funny to me about stand up is the best. Like if you said well, who are the best comics right now, and then the most popular comics, they're not the same. Like you maybe have one or two crossovers, but they're not the same people, right? Yeah, because pe- and then that's the other conversation I always have is what kind of comic do you want to be? Because a lot of comics just want to make money. They just want to like you. They'll be like, oh, I want to be like this comic and it's like, oh, like you just you wanna sell out Madison Square Garden. You wanna you wanna make shit tons of money doing movies, you wanna do all these things and then there are other comics that are like, oh like I wanna be like this guy. And that comic was fucking hilarious.
0: But he also dedicated his whole life to being a comic. Yeah. And so Do you think that second person couldn't sell out Madison Square Garden? Like do you think it's kind of a choice one or the other? Or- well I don't think it's ever a choice. I mean like it's also like you have to have people like pushing your shit, but they also
1: gotta know they're gonna get there's stuff on the back end like that's the other thing i learned is like there's so many there's so much on the back end for everything like we the other problem is we let so many people between in like in between the
2: art and like the people bookers and managers and just i
1: mean just the fact that we you let you let like booking agencies own venues now
0: yeah yeah that's true that's insane to I have, me. I was listening to that on a podcast. Someone was complaining about that. It was like about music was a conversation, but it was the same thing. It was like Live Nation owns all these venues yeah, yeah, and yeah. different things like that. Yeah. But it's like it's
1: it's it's insane to me that we live in a world where it's like there's so many people, there's so many talentless people in between artists and people that want to watch the art. Yeah. And it's 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 insane. It's crazy to me. Yeah. It's crazy that that it's not you can't. It's so it's and it's so difficult. Like even like just places to get it out. Or it's like if you want to put your shit on Instagram, well, it's like you better use these certain things, or Instagram yeah. will fuck with the right. way you put. Yeah. it. The oh, you algorithms. you got you got to yeah. do this and that. It's like it's like no, just fucking like how how what do I have to do just to get people to see what I do? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Because
1: because now it's gotten to the point where it's like it, whatever you do doesn't even matter anymore, yeah. which is the most depressing thing. Where it's like you like. Like all ugh, fucking, I now I'm now I'm getting upset. Obs- do, so do it, do it, keep going, keep going. Because I've had I've had this argument with so many people. I had an argument with a comic the other day who was uh, who was doing uh, pretty well right now, and uh, he's just like, dude, like nobody cares about comedy anymore, and I'm just like, fuck, like the fact that nobody fights that anymore is infuriating to me it's like no no no. so like wait you guys are all in power right like you guys all have a say in what goes on so why don't you make it a priority yeah you're like nobody nobody cares about comedy well make it make it about comedy yeah you're setting the tone so set the tone it's like this is the thing that i do i'll do this and that but this is what i do yeah but nobody does that and they're just like oh just we'll, we're let we're also like not only are we letting people in the industry dictate what we do but uh I keep saying I keep saying we uh, <laughs> just, but we but we also let like popular like popular like not as funny people dictate too where yeah. it's like oh this is a cool look on stage so let's throw them on a let's throw them on a web series or a showcase or what like, like that's the thing is like it, it, it what goes into the microphone doesn't even matter anymore yeah. to a lot of people. And that's, that blows my mind too. Cause like, I just, I like another example. Like I just put out uh, my first comedy album actually golf clap. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I just put up my first album and I went, I put so much effort into making sure every aspect of it sounded the way that I wanted to, because I grew up, Listening to comedy albums. I grew up, like, like, as a comic, like, I studied, I listen. I, I have so many albums on my phone that I, when I started, I, I listened to everything. I listened to how people structured stuff, how they structured sets, what, what did it sound like? I mean, like, you talk about, like, one of my favorite albums is actually Bill Burr's first album, and you can hear... You can hear the waitresses printing the receipts.
0: Wow, that's cool. You and can
1: hear dope. the fucking register going, <laughs> and it's not like a like a new like a like a dee 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 dee. It's like, dee 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 dee
2: dee. Oh like I mean, it's so one of the mics was yeah, just set yeah. up near that,
1: and it's just but it's like it's so like and at one point like he has to fight the audience because they don't know who he is, and he's doing all the but like that's like that's that's what. Being that's what comedy is, is. It's combative. It's not. It's not candy all the time either. It's not funny, 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 funny all the time. Like a lot of times, there's a lot of like. There's moments where it's like you're you're building. You're building things with them. You're building things with an audience, and people don't get that that stuff. But again, like I don't know, like fucking people. It, people don't care, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it it frustrates me because I spent so long trying to make something like really great. And I th- and I feel like I did. I feel like I, I I that album is it sounds exactly the way that I wanted it to. It sounds like an old school comedy album, which is what I wanted to. And the worst part is is that I feel like it's great and people just don't like people have like I just want people to listen to it. Like that's, that's all I want. Yeah. And but it it become so difficult to get people to it. Does that make sense? Like it's like yeah. now your links have to be like this. Like, like just go fu- you. Nobody finds anything anymore. Yeah. Like, you know what? Another thing I got mad about the other day is uh, I feel like I'm just going no, on and you're on. I guess keep going. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like I had this weird thing where uh, I had this. Oh, oh fucking, this is, I hope she never, doesn't listen to this. I could bleep it out. <laughs> but I was, No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying her name, but I got into an argument with this girl uh, because we were arguing about country music. And, uh, I was like, I, I basically told her her taste in country music was trash. And, uh, she didn't think so. And, uh, she disagreed. (laughs) Yeah, she didn't, she didn't think so. Um, and she, um, so she, I told her that she, she, there's better country music than what she's listening to. And so I sent her, so I made her a deal. I was like, I'll, I'll send you three songs and, uh, you send me three songs and I'll listen, and then you listen, and we'll 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 compare.
0: Fair, fair uh, trade.
1: Uh, well, here's the funny part: is uh, two of the songs that she sent me were country bands covering other musicians, <laughs> and she didn't know. Oh, yeah. what? She didn't know, because she because that's a, that's the other thing too. Is like it was Spotify. Yeah. So Spotify will just recommend bullshit. Just suggesting that, and that's just yeah. listening that's what's and that's what's so fucking irritating to me is like because I'm I, I'm an Apple Music guy because uh, I'm you know I like the man same I like uh but I like uh but I like Apple Music because it doesn't recommend anything f- f- to you yeah you got to find everything so I like that's the thing is like you have to go and find your own shit Spotify is just like oh if you like this well here's this thing yeah. and it's like that cuts. Instead of instead of creating an environment where people have to find music or find artists and they become passionate about it, you just have shit crammed down your that throat. Algorithm yeah. dictating what people listen to. Well, that's that right. one.
2: What's that one uh, artist that sounds exactly like Led Zeppelin? Uh, it's this like new. Do you know that uh, the rock band they sound like Led Zeppelin and Rush? Nah. Oh my God! And it's I can't believe uh not Fleetwood Mac god damn it anyway so there's this thanks for keeping it current yeah (laughs) no so it's like a brand new Led Zeppelin they sound like a Led Zeppelin cover band uh they really have ripped off almost every aspect of Led Zeppelin but they're algorithm darlings because it is new and classic rock right so it's kind of hit that bubble so like you talk about I remember reading an article. I'm gonna look up the band while I'm talking. Uh I remember reading an article is like about Pitchfork, and Pitchfork was complaining. It's like, Well, if we're gonna follow the Spotify algorithms, then these are the bands that we're gonna be listening to because this is garbage, recycled, repackaged, Led Zeppelin. Right. But because it hits all of the right tags that they've used, it gets on all these new playlists and it gets cross-shared within like all these like industry people. And like that's just kind of the state of music now. Is like you're not fighting to get to the people you're fighting like well what will trick the algorithm what will tip the algorithm into getting me across
0: and kind of going back to what Justin was saying and that's something I've kind of been thinking about a lot now like you know me and Darren doing the podcast like you know trying when you try your own things I think that's what I get frustrated about is kind of like what you said like I just want people to see it you know like you like you your album you think it's like I think I made a great album I think it's high quality album but the problem is just getting people to listen to it because right. yeah. you know you're confident enough to know when they listen to it they'll know it's good. Yeah. So right. it's just trying to get them to
2: listen. Also, Greta Van Fleet. That's the uh, uh, that's okay. the artist. After you know, it, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. So Greta Van Fleet for all those things. I um, think it sounds
1: like a fucking shitty. <laughs>
2: name. Yeah.
1: Um, it sounds like a, it sounds like the name that Led Zeppelin threw away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. that was one of the options. <laughs> in, uh, but they sound
2: they sound like Led Zeppelin sleeping with Rush, and so now it's like you know so. Yeah, I get what you're saying too, because I mean, so I'm three years into comedy. You're like eight or nine, ten years into comedy. Something like that. Yeah. So I just counting. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of coming up in that time when it is there is a lot of pressure from comedians to be like, you know, you see uh guys at the cellar doing like releasing clips. Right. And you've got like Phil Hanley, Sam Morell, um, other guys who are distributing comedy in this way. So there is pressure on young comedians kind of from those people like looking up to the people who are successful on Instagram and stuff and being like, okay, now I got to become a distribution master in addition to, and so like, I think it's, it's always going to be that argument of, you know, just work on the jokes, uh, you know, making the product and then shipping the product. Right. It's like, how do you know? Like, I think you've got a product that is completed and the album is dope. Like I listened to it. It's awesome. And then it just becomes a, a distribution problem. And now you've got like younger comedians like me who are like, well, let's worry about product and distribution at the same time. And it's going to diminish the product like 90%. Well, yeah.
1: I, well also those guys that you met, like that's the one bad part about comedies. when people get famous off of certain things, it's not necessarily good for the industry. Like it's good for them, yeah, but it's not good for comics as a whole mm-hmm. because you take like, I mean like Morell, I mean he writes jokes all the time, but that's also how he writes. Yeah. He writes like that all yeah. the time. I don't write like that. I can't I like I can't sit down at a table and write material out because when I write material like that, first of all, it doesn't sound genuine coming from me. I don't write like my my voice doesn't sound the same. Yeah. I'm also very conversational and I also have to be like passionate about what I'm writing about. Mm-hmm. And it has to like it has to stick with me. And if I just sit and write, it becomes like a homework assignment. Like nobody likes doing homework. Yeah. And when you do that, you create something that you're like, if you're not passionate about it, like how the fuck are you expecting an audience to do that? Yeah. But like that's that's his process. And like he but he can do those things where he can create that content yeah. really easily. But somebody like me, like my jokes have to sit and I have to like I have to sit with him for a while before I can ever like be like, oh, like this is how I don't know. Is it like they've got a marinade for a while?
2: Yeah. Like he's got, I mean, and and Sam Murrell, uh I, I, you know, nothing but respect for the comic and I love watching him and I love He's the not going to listen to this. I don't yeah. know why you're doing yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shit talking, but that's not my style of comedy. No, no, no. I, Dan I, was totally shit talking. Before we started this, he was 100% Sam, just like, Sam, our relationship is more than this. Uh, no, but, but, uh. I, I see what you're saying And I would agree with that Because I see that And it doesn't do anything for me Like I right. see the 15 second joke That's like Oh A beautiful perfect joke But That doesn't Fire me up And it doesn't make me Want to sit down And be like Well let me Get to the same joke In less words You know what I mean Right
1: Like and- he like I I I, I like Sam I, like, I enjoy his stuff But it's also like That's I can't do that Yeah Because that's not Who I am Yeah but also, like, there's there's things in the industry like everybody loves Andrew Schultz right now. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Andrew, he's a fuck. He's you know he's good stuff, and he's doing cool things. But the other problem with what he does is he's just like, yeah, just put it out, just put it on YouTube. Just yeah, just so he, he, he
0: cut up clips of all his stuff and he just throws it on YouTube. That's how yeah, just sh- getting
1: yeah, to just it. shoot it, just do this. Is like, yeah, that's great. F- that's great for you because you have. All, like you already went through the end you already did guy code you already did all these things and you already have all these credits and you already have all like it's like oh you don't need the industry it's like but you already had you already yeah, had yeah, everything yeah, yeah. you needed right. to like you had to go through it to say fuck to it to step out of it yeah, like yeah. You, like some of us don't have that opportunity but you're like oh man just do this yeah, and it's right. like not all of us can do that bro Right. Yeah. like we're not like that
2: and, and there's also like looking at Schultz specifically it's like he is like kind of with his the building of his platform is kind of like fuck you to the industry like he was not saying fuck you to the industry for the first 10 years of his career to no. get on him you know so it's like he had relationships with managers he had relationships right. with agents you know he kissed the right asses of comedy club managers to get on so you can't like it looks cool now it's like fuck the industry i built my own platform it's like but to your point like yeah after 10 years of existing in that sphere and benefit from it and playing that game like you know that's in addition to building great material, he also did, you know, he, right. he played the industry game to get there.
0: Yeah. The thing, the thing with playing the industry game too. And what I was like, what I was uh, saying before was, I think the problem is that people, those people have control, like what you were getting mad about Justin, because I think, and I like what I kind of think about is people are kind of like, they don't go out and find their own shit. Like the way Like they're kind of Just force fed things So people are just Almost like Oh okay This is what's cool You know what I mean So you're kind of Talking about Oh like The people make uh, Like they're the most famous But it's not the best quality It's just cause that's what They're fed right. So you're always trying To like fight through Like no this is the best quality stuff But people don't go out of their way To figure out what they like They're just like Oh this is what I'm supposed to like This is what they're giving me This is what I'm supposed to like And you have to find your way To like get it in their face As opposed to them Like to seek it out yeah. Right, but that's also like I don't I don't want to. F- <laughs> that's the other thing too is like I don't want to f- like force feed people any like I don't want to do like- right. But people are passive. I feel like I that's what I feel like people don't. They don't know like I think some people don't know what they like. Right, you know what I mean. So that's why it's like Schultz. He's like oh, just put it out and the people watch like oh, I like this. But it's because he's like putting clips out all the time, like kind of showing everyone.
1: Right, but I think I also like I, I think about the way that I. I think the way that I I. Interact with women is probably the best way to describe, because <laughs> like I think that's that's the way I would I would desc- I think I would kind of describe it is like I instead of like most dudes just go out and they just like just try to like whoever's in like let me just see like let me just see who's interested numbers, let me yeah. just go yeah it's just it's like a fucking algorithm you know you yeah, just, right, yeah. and for me like I've always been like all right what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna hang back and I'm just gonna see who's interested we'll Gravitational. yeah yeah, yeah and and let's just see let's just see what they do like i sit back and i watch people and especially with women i always sit kind of just sit back and i watch and uh um every woman that i've interacted with since doing that has been dope like every cuz like they're all like most of the women that are like that are into a dude like me they're very like confident they're very uh successful they're very empowered they're very goal driven but they also know what they want so when you when you do when you kind of like hang back and you kind of just are cool instead of just trying to just i gotta you know i gotta i gotta get i gotta go on dates i gotta you when you when you just kind of hang you're just like no i'm just gonna i'm just gonna see what happens you attract a whole different type of people yeah So that's kind of what I'm, that's kind of my goal of being a comic where it's like, I want, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be a guy that's, that is for everybody. Cause I'm not, I'm not for everybody. I can make everybody like, you put me in front of an audience and I'll be fucking great. I know I will. But to me, like, I, I just, it's like, it's like, I would rather kind of just hang back and just be like, all right, like who, who, like, who wants to fuck with me? Yeah. And that's what it that's what it is. Like that's 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 how I've lived like that's I don't know like that's kind of been the thing and that's and with this album like the people that listen to it like I get messages kind of weirdly like all the time and from weird places too where people just like randomly just be like hey just you know like I found this album and it's like it's great. I don't know I don't know where you've been, I don't know where you came from or like I did whenever I do a podcast and somebody listens to it they're just like dude this is fuck this is really good. And I was like yeah that's what <laughs> i mean like i not i don't want, i hate being that cocky about it but it's like but like but i know it's good i know it's good because i put the fucking sweat and energy and effort and i built a lot of it and <clears throat> when i started in new york i was doing fucking open mics and shit and i had to build a lot of that stuff fucking five minutes at a time yeah and that was the most i mean that was
2: yeah ugh. well i mean so that would i so the reason um that was where I met you was I think. So I was starting comedy like pretty much for the first time. And you were kind of starting over in the Manhattan scene. And I just remember seeing your style, especially. um, And the reason that I've like been a fan of you and always try to get you like onto my shows. Like I, and I think other comics who saw you during that time would say the same thing of like, you were always so fucking fun to watch. Oh, thanks man. Yeah. And it was, especially seeing like so as somebody who's starting and just seeing you like that's a comic that i don't know how it's gonna go i don't even know if you'll get some material when i'm watching you at an open mic but i know to stick in the room because like i feel like you have yeah you you were just during that time so like you talk about it being like shitty people enjoyed watching you build it five minutes at a time
1: oh well that's 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 Maybe one of the nicest things anybody's you ever. You gonna said. kiss him now too? <laughs> no, no, and then yeah, kiss and then, <laughs> after what he just said, what
2: <laughs> <fucking> bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, because like I remember, like there were certain situations that you are put in, and I don't know if you remember this one. This was a, uh, it was like one of those ten thirty mics with uh, Jason and Devin were hosting. Oh yeah, it. yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. And so like I was working my way through the laughing Buddha scene, which is you know like an open mic kind of pyramid scheme. <laughs> and it, it for sure is, and there's no reason to not say that it isn't. Um, but so, you know, it, it was a place where I could get the most stage time. So, you know, you you, you play that game. And there right. was one time when you were you got on stage, and it was a nightmare. It was one of those, like, kid doing stand-up for the first time. Right. Brought, like, 30, 40 people, all right. trash bags from Staten Island. Of course. And everybody, I, rem- I had a film of it, because, you know, so I just go up, and I'm just, like, just like laser vision on my material, you know, not having the skills. I probably still don't have the skills to like address the room and be able to riff in like a difficult situation. So I eat it, everybody eats it. You get on stage and it was only a four and a half minute. mic, laid waste to all of these people, like all of these Staten Island, (laughs) like they were so disrespectful. You just go after them, but they loved it. Like you had the skills, you know, from, and there's one thing that you did and I'm, I'm gushing, but it was like one of the coolest things I'd seen is that you didn't bring it up first, but there was a woman in the audience who had been heckling the entire time. And you didn't uh you didn't go after her right away, you let her come after you and then you hit her with I is that a bottle of wine at your feet? Did you drink a full bottle of wine by yourself? <laughs> Everybody lost their mind like it it yeah, I mean, so that was From the second that I saw you on the scene, it was clear that you had something that the other Manhattan comics didn't, at least in that talent pool of just like, oh, well, you've been in fucked up situations. Like you can deal with people who aren't paying attention or.
1: Well, I think I think it more has to do with like kind of like a confidence, like a confidence thing where it was it's like I know the way that I view like I never drink before I go on stage. I'm. I always like the way that I sleep. My sleep schedule is. I I treat comedy like uh, athletes treat sport. Like when I go to when I sleep, the whole idea is that my sleep schedule is. I'm peaking at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night. I'm the most awake. I'm the most alert. I'm not drunk. I'm 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 fully competent and aware. I'm on point every time I go on stage and I grab a microphone. That's my whole that's my whole thing. So I know that I'm funnier than every person in the room anyways. And then you add the fact that I'm peaking and that I'm on and I'm not drunk. Now you're drunk, you've been up all day and you're not going to be as funny as me. So the whole this whole thing that comics have where they're like they're continually trying to like display their dominance where it's like that's a mistake that a lot of comics make where they're like oh, I'm going to go after I'm going to tear this person apart I'm going to go listen you're funnier than they are and you're sharper than they are just let them go and let them hang themselves that's yeah. how like you don't have to fucking you don't have to be aggressive just let them be an idiot and you know like you don't it's it's like it's it's like when you watch Dudes doing martial arts—you don't have to throw a full punch; you just have to turn somebody's wrist the right way, and they'll be on the floor, and it'll do way more damage than any punch you could ever throw. And I think that's one of the things that I learned. um, I think doing really shitty gigs in Oklahoma was just like it's like because I already had visions of like moving to New York, so the whole thing was just like, yeah, I'm just I'm gonna be this thing. So, like, why why am I pretending like I'm? Like I need these people's approval, and once you do that, like a switch changes, and you just you just you become that person. You become com- more confident on stage, and you don't care. You can bomb, and you're just like, like I know that I'm I know that I'm good at this. I know that like you. I mean, you have you have self doubt with yourself. Like I have self doubt all the time, but when it comes to like, but it always has to do with like. Career or writing, or like, is this joke fucking shitty? Is this what it But for the most part, it's like, I know that when I get on stage and I get a microphone, um, that I'm gonna, it's gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring, like, I'm, I'm gonna bring it because that's what, that's what I love. That's the one point in my life where no matter what, I'm always happy. The second I can get on stage and just, and just go and just not have any other bullshit around. Like, I don't know if, know if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah but the awesome. way, like, <clears throat> the way I describe it is those moments in life where people are like, "Oh, like you remember when when my kid was born?" And I was, uh, you know, like it was like the happiest time of my life. Or like, you know, when I did this thing or that. Like everybody has those moments in life that they put them on pictures on their walls. They're like, "Oh, this is the this is the happiest I ever am." Like the happiest I ever am is when I pull a microphone out of a stand, and it's just it's like. It's like this, like when you when you do stand up for people that don't know, it's like you opening like a new puzzle, and you dump all the pieces onto uh, the table, and you're just like, all right, like I know that all I, like you, you look at it and you go, I know this all fits together but I don't know how it's going to go. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to go. <laughs> I mean, like, I know the kind of build the edges. I know kind of how to do yeah. it. But it's like, you don't know how it's going to go. You don't know what everybody has a different method to do it. Some people don't look at the picture. Some people, you know, build certain, th- like everybody has their own way of doing it. But at the end you get to the end, which is a, a, a full standup set. But that, that's, everybody has a different, but like, that's what it feels like when you walk on stage and you pull that mic out and you go, what's up guys? How are you? and You just dump it on the table, and that's, and then it's just like, all right, let's just start building. I got this thing. Oh, this works. This, you know, you, you just, you build. And that's, that's the most amazing part of life. And it doesn't matter if it's, I mean, like, I've done fucking shows for 10 people, five, like, I've done, I've done some of the worst shows imaginable. And then I've done shows where it's a fucking sold out crowd of like, 1, 200 you know, or fifteen hundred, two thousand people, and it's and so, like it's like a historic venue, you know. I've done i I did a show one time where fucking Led Zeppelin had played there, and like Janis Job like you do these places where like these historic things have happened, and then you're like, oh, this is this is cool, but like it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, when you pull that mic out, no matter who it's for, where it's at, it's the same process. Yeah, that's what's cool about it. I don't even know if fucking- <laughs> like that fucking I like
0: I like you were talking about the confidence thing cuz you know like you were saying like oh like I feel like I'm being a little cocky but but then you still like said it like firmly I feel like that's always something people who are very successful always have that same confidence like that's a necessary attitude to have in order to do well and like yeah. you were saying like you kind of like doubt yourself as kind of just high expectations you know you expect the best out of yourself right. so that's so why you get a little hard and you have that doubt but at the end of the day you know like I can fucking crush it any night I want yeah
2: and that confidence only comes through Fucking years of doing it every day. Like, that it would be, I mean, because to start, you have to think, you have to be insane to be like, okay, I think I can do this. Right. But then you kind of fulfill that prophecy by doing the work. And then you get to, like, I think you're at a point where it's like you're confident in the work that you've put in, like the preparation and stuff. So, like, what, I mean, you said you didn't write. So, like, what? Well, it's not that I don't, I don't want to, like, yeah, I don't write. I just, (laughs) but like, so, so. (laughs) <laughs> we watched your uh, like watched your documentary. So you turned over; it's like a blank page. The hour has gone. Right. So what? How do you start to build it? Uh, the new hour is it sitting down and writing, or is it? getting up on stage with like a premise and then riffing on that writing from stage. Like, how are you going to go? Like, what are the building? Cause you're going to build a bunch of blocks and put them together. Like right, how right. are you making each block now well, starting that's, from scratch?
1: That's been, that's been the most terrifying thing that I've done. Like even like it, this was more terrifying to me than moving to New York city was w- once I did this album, it was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build all yeah, over again. I want to, yeah. like, like I still, I still use some of the pieces of the old hour, but to me, like, it's like, okay, I'm building the new. This is the new thing, and it's just been terrifying because you're just like, you're like, oh, like, because it doesn't like you get, you get used to just smashing. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, man. like, cause you, you walk in and you're like, no matter what, like this, this works and right. this works, yeah. and this works. And I can always leave on this. Jo- like I I was always spoiled. Cause I had like two or three different jokes that I could close on. And that was, and I, it was just like, but I was like, cause like, but I had been doing it for so long. And so and I, 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 I was at, at a place with my material that I was like, oh, I could do all these things. And now it's like last night, I went to I did one of my uh, one of the shows in my neighborhood, and uh, I just did like fifteen of all like brand new. Jesus Christ! And it's it's just you're just like you, you can feel the it's frustrating because you could still feel all the uh, the weird like fucks and like you're you're overselling certain things and like uh, like you're pausing in places that you you're, like you're trying to f- the words aren't on the tip of your tongue they're kind of in the back of your throat so you kind of gotta like you gotta it's weird i don't i don't even know if that makes sense but like there's moments where it's like you're you get so good at certain jokes where you're you're not you're not pushing them out you don't have to push them out you're watching them watch the words yeah and seeing how they react to things like that's the difference is like is it, it feel like I don't know it's it's such like a, it just feels like you're jogging with like two and a half pound weights it's like it's still like you're still doing like you're still fine it's not a lot of weight but after a while you just like fucking come like you just you feel sluggish almost it's like having pasta for lunch you're just like come, like come on <laughs> come on come on let's fucking get going as opposed to like because like when it's when it's Dialed in. It's like drinking coffee on an empty stomach. You're just like, who wants to fight? Who the fuck wants to fight? Yeah. Like you're like, like who like like I'm gonna put my dick out. Like I don't care. <laughs> it's like I'll make it funny. <laughs> <laughs> but that's,
0: but that's, that's that's keeps it interesting, probably. Yeah, right?
1: but also like I'm talking more about personal stuff now because I I used to, I, well, I still do, but I still talk about stuff in general, um but. F- now, like I'm, I'm talking, like I'm talking about uh, my divorce, which is like a very personal thing. Like I'm talking about a lot of things that are, that are not easy for me to talk about, and I don't, and I don't want to approach it from because like my divorce was not like uh, it wasn't like like angry or like aggressive. It was very much like we just a lot of it was just because of comedy. Yeah, it was like I wanted to be here and she didn't, you know, want to. She didn't want to do that.
2: Yeah, it's uh, OKC or New York. I mean, the choice is obvious. You pick OKC. Yeah, well, but, um, <laughs> those rolling hills. She, uh, oh, there's no, there's no 45 hills. minute drives. There's, there's no hills. That's shit. Those yeah. tornadoes.
1: <laughs> no, but I like, but I think that was the thing is, is it was it was like uh, having to explain to people. It's like no, like it's. Like it's not like a bad like we're we're cool like we're we're all right like it's not it's not like an angry thing and that's so, like I wanted to write that because nobody talks about divorce like that like nobody talks about it like it's like yeah yeah it's like, always it's negative. always like yeah. anger or like I'm gonna fuck everybody like it's like yeah. there's no like middle ground between it or like what's really weird the thing that I've noticed in like New York is because there's so many young people here that they're just like. There's like, oh, you divorced. My dad's divorced. Like this, like there's no yeah. like, there's like a weird like you're like,
2: ah oh, man. Well, I like mean, a- it's gonna vary from. I mean, you know this better than anybody, but like a divorce joke in like OKC, okay, I'd imagine maybe the city's more progressive. But you know, Arkansas, where divorce, you know, like right. these religious places, like divorce is gonna have a different reaction wherever you go talking about it. So like a middle of the road, like meh, divorce yeah. is gonna be like something different for everybody i feel like
1: well yeah it's also because when they like marriage to them was just is like uh it's like this weird thing where it's 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 like all this pressure it's like a like marriage to them is like a credit card that they can't pay almost um, it's like but they just keep yeah it feels just, like it's a like, it's obligation like, well a no it's just like it's like they they the they charged more than they could yeah and then that just the interest payments just fuck it just like right. it just keeps like they can't get ahead of it ever yeah. that's what marriage in like the south especially feels like where it's just like that like, they realize that it wasn't good but they're like we're gonna make it good and but like it's like how do we make it good i don't know let's have a kid oh, and it's right. like they that's just keep weird. they just keep like or like or they they do shit where it's like no no, no like we're gonna make it we're going to, you know, we like, like let's, let's let's buy a new house. Like, or like, oh like do shit like that. Like, it's like insane where you're like, what are you, do- what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, just get out. Just stop. Like, stop. Like,
2: oh, well, yeah. It's like a, an actual psychological issue. Like, it's a, a phenomenon called the sunk cost fallacy where people think, oh, because I've sunk this much money into it, I got to keep going. I got it. Like, there's human brains are like, well, we've put this much into right. a business, a marriage, a career. Right. It's like, I got to keep going. It's like quitting some things like quitting a marriage, quitting a career, like sometimes that's the right move. Like sometimes walking away from something, even though it's like, but I put years into it. It's like, but maybe now's the time to walk away from it. Right. Like, but human brains are just not meant to think like that.
1: What's I, but I also like I learned I learned that from in comedy. It's just like, well, if I want to do this, I've got to go to New York. So it's yeah. like, it's it's like a weird. De- I have this weird ability to make like decisions and just be like, all right, I'm gonna go all in. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go like. People don't do – like with well, religion. Religion was another one that I went all the way in on yeah. too. Like, But like, but I also like – I feel like going all the way in has its benefits because you see things through. Like that's one. like people hear that I was like religious and they're like, oh, like how could you do that? Like that feels like a weird thing to do. But it's like, no, like I'm really lucky because I followed it to the – I followed religion to the end of the rope. And most people don't do that. Most people – go like kind of do it in high school or like they have like when they're teens or whatever they're religious and then they kind of like they you know they find weed and pussy for the first time like they kind of like <laughs> out right and then you like you get away from it and then you get you know 25 and 30 maybe you start having kids and you're like oh well maybe we should do this to give our kids like a moral compass or something like you it's more of like a it's more of like a business decision like you said like so they they go back to church but they don't really know what it is. It's just like, it's a thing that they do yeah. to kind of like,
2: rather than dig themselves. into it like you did, where it was like, well, what, you know, what's at the end of the rabbit hole? Like who is making the thing that is, you know what I mean? Like, so it right. seems like you went behind the curtain and, like, well, how is religion presented? What are the why well, content? I didn't, I didn't intend to do that. I wasn't like, let's go. Fi-. Like, I was, I was like Anthony Bourdain was like, let's see how the sausage is
1: made. Like, yeah. like <laughs> it was, it was more like I was like, I wanted to be a part of it, and then I kind of saw what it was about, and that was what was so crazy about it was you like that's that's the funny part when people knock on my door, people try to like talk to me about religion. It's like, dude, like you don't even like. You learned from somebody else who was educated, and I went to school with all I like. I basically went to school with the people that taught you how to say what you're saying, and I know what pieces of shit they are. Yeah, like there were. I mean, like there were people at my school, and my and I went to a conservative Christian college. Like, like a heart. Like I'm like, this is no fucking around. Like you smoke cigarettes, and they find out you're gone. Jesus, you fuck, you're done. Like it's like it's like that kind of shit. And uh, I went to the school, and like you, I knew guys that were smoking weed, and and they were. I knew people that had were having abortions and shit. Like it was like, uh. and like, and like these are people that like. By the by the way, like I, you know that scene in. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that scene in Fight Club, yeah. where he's on the airplane with the woman, and he's explaining what he does for the car company, and it's like, "Oh, so like A plus E plus C equals X. Yeah, if X isn't like worth the amount of a recall, we don't do one. And he's like, what car company do you work for? And he's like a major one. (laughs) Like he doesn't tell, but he's like, he's like, Hey, just, you know, like, like I've seen, I like, I, I have that same moment where it's like, Oh, like the thing that you've done, like I, like I know, I know these people that work at major churches in the country, like big churches and they're very high up and I've seen them be huge pieces of shit and it's like you don't get be- like you don't get better with that as you become more popular like it's just it's just it's just watching people and the way they react like everybody yeah. wants like even like even like the most pure at heart people it's always like no if you always notice like no pastor ev- like god never calls a pastor to a smaller church for less money like that never happens, yeah, right? There was, yeah. They're like, hey, sure. just you know, God. Like I know we've we've built this congregation up from twenty people to three hundred people here in you know fucking Des Moines, Iowa, and now I'm getting being called to a forty thousand people megachurch because that's where God called me to be. You fucking piece of shit. Yeah. You know we we all know what that is. That's free. That's free agency. Is what that is because. Yeah. You're just moving up. You're just going to a better team with a better shoe deal. Like that's all you're oh doing. But you. But people don't realize that. Like that's the thing is. Like people don't think about any of that shit. Like I. Like I see it all the time. And I'll like because I go to I'll go to church with my mom occasionally because she's still kind of religious. And I'll see. I'll see it. I'll see things that people won't see. Which is crazy to me. People don't see anything, but that's why I was so lucky. Is because like I I followed it all the way through, and when you when you don't follow it, like you don't realize it. Yeah. Like I'm not bitter about it. I understand people need religion to mm-hmm. make it through life. You yeah. know.
2: But it is like a business and it's a product. Yeah. and It's, it's not just a business. Like anything else. It's a hustle,
1: bro. It's a fucking hustle. My dad, my dad used to take me to pool halls. My dad was a pool hustler for a long time, bro. And I'm telling you. It, the fucking shit that people do with religion is the same thing that fucking da- guys do for five dollar games of eight ball. Yeah, just to just to skin two hundred dollars off of a guy that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Oh my God. It's the same shit. You're relying on people's ignorance. It's the same thing. Yeah. But that's why that's why I I found com- like that's one of the beautiful things about comedy is no matter what it's always like funny is its own master. Yeah. Like when I get on stage, the only thing that matters is what's the funniest thing. Yeah. Like there's no there's no politics, there's no dogma, there's no anything. It's what's the funniest thing. Yeah. And I'll I'll say I'll say one thing and believe another. I don't care like I just as long as it's funny. If it works. Like I'll I'll have my ideals and stuff like that, but mm. like as long as as long as it's like real. Like that's that's the whole thing. Like that's that's all I've ever wanted to do in comedy. But like that's the best part. Is anytime anybody ever, ever comes at me, it's like oh, I've already been through all this thing before. Yeah, and so I mean. <laughs> <you know. laughs> I feel like it feels like a weird rabbit hole to go down. And it's <laughs> like see like, "Oh a crazy man, what? religion?" Rabbit I feel like we it's it's almost like we've changed the, what what kind of
0: podcast this is three times. As yeah.
2: we we're now the uh, Pete Holmes, you made it weird section yeah. of the podcast.
0: Wait, so uh, let's get off the religion stuff, I guess. We were talking about the. With your album, and then you had somebody still religious. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. You still, you still a sheep over there? Yeah, listen, we're just
2: trying to get to heaven, Justin. If you don't want to get me, be there with us. I just want a chance. Yeah.
1: By Um, the way, I've been, I've been sitting here for what 30 minutes, and I finally found the most comfortable position. I've been,
2: I've seen you struggle.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was was actually, I was actually actually thinking about that. We're kind of assholes for making the guests sit there because, like, we have the backs, and we're like leaning back and making, yeah. I found it. I found the spot. We had to make you work for a lower back support. We kind of fucked up. Okay. Um, so I was saying we watched your like four part uh, series yeah, yeah, yeah. you did on YouTube leading up to your um, your album, right? And one thing I noticed with the the amount of notes you carry around, yeah, that's how you write your jokes. Yeah, like, I, I that actually, was do you have you it them right now. I thought yeah. it was
1: so crazy. I couldn't get yeah, over. Yeah. That. I, I just I just had to reset because I ran out of. Things. You don't use but your.
0: You don't just use your phone though.
1: I mean, like <laughs> I do. Like I have a bunch of different things, but. <laughs> The note cards are kind of like a thing that I picked up from a comic named uh, Nate Bargatze. Mm-hmm. He uh, he kind of showed me how like oh this is this is how I work on it, and so I have all these things that I want to work on, and I make sure that I hit, I make sure that these jokes all get play a certain amount of time, and I don't know like it, it seemed like it worked really well, and I liked it, and uh, it just kind of it kind of morphed. Like I, I write things out on my phone, I have a notebook that I kind of keep things. I do like. Legal, like I have kind of shit everywhere. It's just like there's no like organized system to it. It's all kind of like it's because, like, but because, like, some jokes are some jokes are like phone, like, oh, this is an interesting thought, and that goes in the phone. And there's some jokes that are like, um, like I feel like I'm building a case almost, like, it's like you, you research a bunch of stuff and you kind of like write it all down yeah. and you learn facts and then you kind of like, oh, this is the kind of the conclusion that I'm drawing. Um, But you don't really know. You're like, this is interesting. So I'm just going to find that. Those are the fucking hardest. Those take forever to build. And then there's sometimes where it's like, like with the note cards, it's like, tell us, tell a story about, you know, what, like I'm doing a thing on stage right now where I talk about uh, the first time I ever fired a gun was in my, grandpa's uh mobile home. It was like inside, like inside, like that's a... Intentionally was, or accidentally? No, no, no. It was intentionally. He loaded it for me and handed it to me. <laughs> yeah, that's head. a... But that's the thing. is like, that's what you don't realize. You don't realize these things like... yeah. It, you, you go down weird things where you're like, I can't believe I've never talked about that on stage. I can't believe I've never said that. I've never told anybody before. Like, my dream is to hopefully get that on TV one day and have my mom never see it and be like, oh yeah, that's something, to, that's your dad. That's, yeah. that, that's the first, that's the first time that happened. So, with, <laughs> it's it sounds unbelievable. Like, I see your face. You're like, there's no way yeah, that, that really happened. No, I, I, be-
2: swear
0: be- I believe it, it you. Fucking, just it was, crazy. Yeah, it was, <laughs> <I> <laughs> so, believe you. so
2: that story, like you finding that story because I'm, uh, you know, open micer, so i'm always trying to find like new ways of writing so you get this insane story that you've realized you've never told anybody before how did you get to that realization like how did what sparked the memory of like oh fuck i fired a gun in a trailer park was that like you riffing on stage was it you like free writing was it you like reading or right like what got you to that rabbit hole and then i'd imagine you explore it once you're on stage it's like well was this part is this part cool and people right. being like yes and then you know what I mean? Well, so how'd yeah. you get to the? How'd you get to the beginning of the rabbit hole?
1: It always comes in different places. Um, sometimes it's watching a movie. Sometimes it's, you know, walking. Sometimes you hear a conversation where you're like, "Oh yeah, like I remember that." Or with this particular instance, I was watching the movie that we were watching because the whole thing sparked from we were watching a western, and we were watching the Outlaw Josie Wales, which is a classic like Clint Eastwood movie and i he has these guns and you're just like oh like that's really cool and he's like you want to shoot a gun like that and i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, of course who would say
2: no and uh, like nah i'm all right
1: no he, so he's like yeah and then he and then he hooked it up like that's but like the, it was just funny cuz i remembered i was watching the movie and i was like oh, oh yeah, yeah. I and gone. then i just you kind of like You kind of like you're like wait a minute, like you like doors just start unlocking. Yeah, we're like oh yeah, I remember watching this movie. It's like wasn't this the movie that when I shot that gun in Hossie's house, and then you're like, wait a minute, I shot a gun in his house. Yeah, (laughs) he wanted it. And then you and then you start really really you're like, I'm pretty sure that's the first time I ever fired a gun. And then you start realizing like oh shit like it just it just starts like cuz you lock it away as like normal and you don't ever think about it and then something unlocks and you're like oh and then you're like oh and then like the the older you get the more adult you're like oh this is fucking cr-. like how like why weren't like it's like you're like why weren't the cops called yeah. and you're like oh it's in a trailer park like it's like <laughs> nobody calls the cops like yeah. <laughs>
2: but like you you start like adding stuff to it but that's kind of how i mean that's got to be it's so like even so i think a normal person that light bulb goes off and it's like well that was a weird thing but i think with stand up like you get to the point where you get enough experience you've watched enough stand up you've performed enough stand up to recognize this is a good idea or this is a bad idea for stage. Right. So I think that like you getting that light bulb is only like because you've performed thousands of times. It's like, Oh, I could see myself talking about that on stage because that's insane. That's with in line with your brand of like being from OKC and, you know, like being from this area and being in New York, like New York audiences are going to freak out over it. And OKC people are going to be like, yeah, yeah. "Yeah, so what you fired in, in a mobile home? Like and yeah yeah well
1: it's weird because like in new york it's you get two different types of things like one is like i had a i used to say trailer house and then i set it on stage in poughkeepsie for the first time like i was like i was just i was feeling i was like all right you guys are dope let me just see yeah sneak this let me see let me see if you guys are cool with this and uh i said trailer house and a guy goes mobile home and i was like (laughs) oh he's real sensitive about the like but like that's the thing is like some people are some people are like super sensitive about way something sounds yeah but that all you also learn because you're like i don't want to like i'm not going to be the guy that like this like fucking you got to do it like that's also like i live in like washington heights and like i live around project buildings and all a trailer house is is a project like just turned a different way. Yeah, horizontal. Like, it's, like, it's the same. It's,
2: it's, just, like, yeah, it's that's the true. same. It's a trailer park in the sky. Yeah,
1: it's, like, there, people like that have more in common. And it's, like, I would never talk shit about somebody from the PJs. Like, i never do that. So, it's, like, a thing where you're, like, oh, like, I'm, like, I, I don't ever want to talk shitty about somebody. Yeah. Because, like, that's an easy thing to do. It's easy to talk shit about people that live in trailer parks. But it's, like, they're not, you know, they're not fucking horrible people. They're just like they just they got a fucking shitty of, like, yeah. and like yeah. Like, if you I don't know if you research shit about trailer parks, but like they don't even own the land that their f- trailer parks are, like their right, mobile yeah. homes are on. Yeah, you you probably saw this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, keep forget, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. New York is like yeah, we all saw it. Like, yeah, <laughs> but uh, like I like I I I decided I never wanted to be that guy that made fun of the easy thing because like that's an easy thing to do. Is just talk about people that you don't know or don't understand. And it's like, well, you get mad if, if I did it, like, like if I just started making fun of like, you know, fucking people from Chile, you're just like, oh, fucking, what are you ignorant piece of shit? It's like, no, but you were just, you just made fun of fucking rednecks from Arkansas for an hour. And it's like, but you don't know any of those people. Like, you don't know any of those people. It's like, you, by the way, you weren't wrong. Yeah. (laughs) You made some good points. But it's like, but I think that's the thing is like, that's like, that's the other part too that bothers me about some comics is they make fun of things they don't understand.
2: Yeah. And you can tell. And in New York, it's so easy to just be like, oh, liberal coastal elite, like shooting down on every other state. Yeah. There was a
1: thing recently where there was a comic that made fun of a rapper that got shot.
2: Yeah. And uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to say the name, but <laughs> Dina you're but, on blast. Yeah. <laughs> Again another comic that won't listen to this. Sam and Dina, uh, please book <laughs> me. <laughs> it's uh but she the one thing that nobody said about why everybody got upset is because she made a joke about rap music and she knows nothing about the culture. Right. That's that. like, she was the, she, the adorable aspect of, oh, this is cute because look at me. I'm a white girl that doesn't look, I don't, I don't listen to this. I just, this is what I, you know, this is how cute am I like to do. And it's like, that's why people got upset. Like nobody will say that. Everybody says like, oh, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, but like, if you knew anything about what you were making fun of, you know what it's going to be. It's like you need to know, like, if you're gonna make fun of rednecks in Oklahoma, like you're gonna you're gonna get some interesting emails. Yeah. You're gonna get a lot of death threats that are misspelled. you you're Like, you're gonna... like yeah. but the thing is, it's like, you just you have to know, like, like you have to. It's all it's a it's it's a thing that I learned a lot from like boxing, watching boxing. Is like you have to respect your opponent. If you're going to make fun of something, you have to know it and understand it. That's one thing I learned about religion is I was never going to write about something that I didn't know. Again, that's where the, that's where the legal pad comes in. When I go and I do like a joke about a, a certain topic, it's like I know everything about that. I, I go and I research everything about that thing so that if on stage if something happens, I know more about that topic than this person who clearly is just flying off the handle. Don't ever be the most ignorant person in the room. Yeah. Always be the smartest. And that's something that I feel like when she did like it's a good it's a it's a it's yeah, a it's good fine. joke. Yeah. It's a it's it's a joke. It's it's a joke. It's in there. It's got punchlines. It's I <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like a, everybody's like it's a good joke and I'm like it's fucking easy.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> it was 10 seconds long, shareable clip like it's not Yeah, know.
1: but I, the, the, there was other things about it that re- like bothered me. But like for the thing is like oh you didn't like you didn't, yeah.
2: you didn't, you didn't know. You don't know anything about this culture. Yeah, you don't know why uh, a a rapper would have fifty k in cash on him at the time. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, also it's
1: all there's this is this the element also to it where it's like it's like dude like that like again like again it proves that you know nothing about the culture because that shit happens every day. Yeah, and there are rappers they get jacked for way more than that. Like it's like like you you just wanted to use that death as currency. Cause you wanted people to go, oh, because like they knew about it. Yeah. You wanted to use something to elicit a reaction so that your punchline on the back end was bigger. Which I understand. I've used that tactic too. I know what she's doing. But like what irritates me is like when you say, Oh, I was just doing shut up. I know what you were doing. I know the game. I know cuz I do it. I I've done that thing. Don't sit don't fucking sit there and tell me that you were doing something else when you were doing this. I know that we what you were doing. It's like it's like it's like it's like when when your mom comes in when you're 14 years old and you're in your boxers and you're all sweaty and you're moving around real quick. It's like, "What were you doing?" "I was working out." We both know that's not what you were doing. <laughs> we know what was going on. Just fucking don't lie to me. Yeah. Just tell me what it
0: is and that's fine. Playing devil's devil's advocate, do you think that makes it more difficult for people to bring out like the best jokes? If you're saying like, I got to research it and understand the topic, like say she goes, oh, I have this joke and I see, oh, like that, like it'll connect and make the joke work. I'm just going to use it. And in her mind, she thought that's just the best way to bring the joke out. Like, do you think having people need to consider all those different issues makes it more difficult for people to bring out the creativity. I think you need to know emotions
1: about what people
0: feel. I think you you need to be
1: aware of it. Like you, you have to be because that's what is a comic. Like that's one of the things that you're doing. Like, like you, you, one of the things in comedy is like you're trying to find truth. Like that's like, you're like, that's the, the other thing too. Like comedy comes from tragedy People don't, I don't know if no if people know that or not, but you have to have something tragic and horrific to make comedy. Like that's why comedy doesn't work for certain people. People get mad, like 20 year olds get mad about, they're like, oh, that's offensive. That's like, it was like, like no, no, that's, that's what it, like that's, that's, it, it has to be. It has, there has to be an element of pain for it to be funny. It has to. You, nothing, it like, that's why that's why people that are, like, super wealthy don't go to comedy shows. Because it's like, they don't, what what do I have to be sad about? It doesn't work. It's like 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds. That's why they don't get comedy. Because they don't, they've never, like, what do they have to be, like, like, a few, there's a few exceptions, obviously, but for the most part, it's like, what do you have, like, comedy works in, like, 25, 28, to like 45 and fifth, like that's where it works. That's the sweet spot because you just went from being like, you're like, Oh, I'm not young anymore. I'm not going to like, you're starting to scratch things off. Oh, I'm not going to be like the youngest CEO anymore. I'm like, your, your, your dreams are starting (laughs) to get scratched off the wall. Right. And you're just like, it's just going down and down and then you become more and more realistic and things start, being shittier for you and you like you you've experienced a few deaths, you buried a few friends, you buried some relatives, you've you've experienced something. You started to pay taxes and realize, oh wow, that's why my dad was complaining all the time. <laughs> like that's you start understanding things about life and then all of a sudden somebody comes along and they start they they do comedy and you're like, oh I get this now. It's not fucking cotton candy. Like that's the one thing is like I feel like comedy now people are trying to sell to people that are like 18 to like 24. So that's why you that's why we have so much like bubblegummy shit. Is because they're trying to sell this thing that's not it's not for them. It's not for young younger people. I mean, like you can make it, you can package it, but like you have to have tragedy to make something really funny. Yeah. You watch Burr and then you watch fuck I don't even know who you would put up against him. But you you and we all know, like we you can go on. You can go go (laughs) on a you can go on a few different uh, comedy websites and see plenty of them, but you see you see the difference. You can hear the difference in the laughs. Yeah. Like there's like comedy's not supposed to be a a formula where it's like you hear this thing, that you hear a cadence, da 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 da. But like that's the thing is like audiences a lot of times now they're like they hear the cadence, like, oh, this is why I'm supposed to laugh. And you can hear it in the laugh. And then you watch somebody like you watch like Burr or you watch like Cat Williams. You're like, there's no, there's no trying to figure out where the laugh is. There's just a gut reaction. Where it's just like, oh like I'm just I just there's no question of where the laugh is. Like you just you just you do, everything's reactionary. Yeah. And that's the difference between the two. Um I don't even I don't even know if I fucking answered <laughs> I, don't your about, I don't know if I remember my
2: question anymore. Yeah, yeah, um so one thing I I think you've been talking about uh I can't wait for the reviews and it's just
1: oh my god the fact I just rambled. <laughs> Jesus this i can my-
0: hear him breathing in the microphone. <laughs> uh. It could be our most listened to one. You don't even know.
2: Yeah. Um no I think uh, yeah and if you're worried no there's people who you know there's comedy fans who listen to this there's people who are fans of you know like entrepreneurs people like finding their own way like it's It's the hustle, so it's you know there's going to be highs and lows within the hustle. Anybody who's interested in that (laughs) shit, a lot of
1: highs and lows in this podcast. Yeah. So
2: so one thing I would, so you mentioned like Cat Williams and Bill Burr, and you mentioned Nate Bargatze earlier. Um, So I know that you've worked with Nate. I know that you've worked with Nick Swardson Mm -hmm, as well. Um, So these are to the people listening. If you don't know Nate Bargatze, go watch him now. He is, you know, one of the top. 10 comedians. Be careful what you say. Someone's going to get mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, I'm oh. sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's the top three. Yeah. But I mean, so is there anything, I mean, you've obviously had like close interaction with these guys. Like what is something that you've taken away from Nate or Nick that you could pass on to me as like a new comedian or like a younger Justin Smith? Like what's a, a piece. I mean, you mentioned like the note cards, like that seems to be something you picked up. What's another thing that you picked up from them that you wouldn't have picked up somewhere else.
1: I would. The one good thing I learned from both of them is just be true to who you are. Like that's how. That's one of the reasons I am where I'm at. Like I'm. I learned to be who I am. Like, the one thing I learned from Nick, I watched Nick and Nick still goes on. I mean, he's he's in his. Oh, upper 30s way yeah upper, way upper 30s <laughs> <laughs> like way up the, i has, don't know i don't, I don't want to be like i don't be like putting his shit out there but he's like he's an older he's an older
2: comic yeah and uh and i remember him when he was i mean he started so young yeah like his oh he, lo- he loves matter. hearing
1: about that too he's like i remember watching you 15 years and he's
2: like yeah. ah fuck but i do yeah I, he was one of those guys that uh i remember even him like the, he held that joke like, who the fuck farted and blows his brains out. Like, yeah. ev- when I listened to that, it was the absolute funniest thing I'd ever heard. Yeah. yeah.
1: He... Uh, the one thing I learned from, from him, especially, is just be who you are. Like, that dude does these... Um, like, it really is funny to watch him go, like, do these huge, like, just nice theaters. Like, just, like, these beautiful places where it's like you you know operas like people <laughs> opera and like Pavarotti's yeah, been there yeah, yeah, and-, and then and then and then Swartzen goes on stage with his trucker cap turned on backwards and uh wearing fucking sweatpants oh my and god and it's just who he is and that's the one thing he always taught me was just like just dude just be who you are man and that's why I've never like because I wear hats on stage and I dress, I dress kind of how I dress and um I learned, I was just like, don't try to be somebody that you're not. Just be, like, be who you are and let the product, like, speak for itself. And Nate is very much that way, too. Like, I learned a lot of cool things from Nate. in that just being comfortable with being yourself, like, being yourself and, and, and never, like, never trying to be somebody else. I think one of the other things that Nate taught me... This is like this is very like comedy specific, so I don't know, I don't know how nerdy this is. Coming. I'm listening. <laughs> he taught me how to uh, never try to ride anybody's energy. Okay. Like when you go on stage, like they so like there's a thing where uh, there's this temptation when you on a show if somebody in front of you like kills or does well, the whole thing is to walk up and, and try to like piggyback off that energy and just keep going. But one of the things that he taught me to do. Was kill it, kill like smother the energy, and uh, uh, and then build your own. So like you walk on stage and you kind of like that's where my riffs kind of started coming from. Whereas, like you riff and then you you can get you can be like really funny like off the top, but then like you just you just keep riffing until it's almost too much, and like they're like okay like we're still like all right we're with you oh this is funny all right he's still. Talking about that, he's still. I don't yeah. know what he's doing. Like you, you feel people kind of like lose where, like you, you lose the steam, and then you take everything that was built before you and you kill it, and then you build it from that, and from that you can build something way bigger than what. Because like, because when you when you ride momentum, the only the the highest you can go is what was built before you. That's the pinnacle. But when you when you kill it. You can go as high as you want, like it. it, I don't. It sounds like a weird thing to to but like when you see it in person, you're like, it makes perfect
2: sense. And then, like even I think that is more in line with like longer sets because at a mic you can get away with that. I think you kind of mentioned it. It's like somebody goes up and like a high energy dude who's like riffing comes in, and then I've been able to get up and then ride it out to five minutes. Right, but that's not. In a twenty-minute set, there's no way I'd be able to, and even like getting to five minutes on a riff off of the energy of the other person, you feel it start to dip. Like you can't right. keep it up for forever.
1: Well, you can do it for ten. You can do it for ten minutes. Yeah, um, a ten-minute set is really good. I, that's one of the things I used to. When you used to watch me at those mics, I used to. I that's one thing that people people don't ever see what you're doing. Like that's the one thing is like when you're working on stuff in New York especially if you're doing it at a mic, nobody sees the thing that you're working on. Yeah, They just see like, oh, that's, that was like a weird thing for him to do. But one of the things I would work on was again, like a riff where it was like, I would come in, I would have one thing in my pocket. Yeah. One thing. And then I would riff until I kind of got the feel of what they were and set myself apart. And then it's like, all right, here's the
2: thing. Yeah. Here's why I
0: drove out here. Yeah, here's why I, here's why I got all the way
1: here and to see if this works and but I think that's the thing is like always that's the other thing too that I it's in comedy but it's also in life one of the truest things I ever learned is like always know why you're doing everything know why why am I doing this why am I doing that like one of the things in comedy people talk about are are like um, bringers yeah which are shows that you bring people to which are a a fucking huge scam yeah here in the city, especially when you first start. But one of the other things that people, because like people's like, should I do them? Should I not do them? Whatever. And it's like, listen, you do what you want. Everybody does them. Everybody did them. It's just that they came up in that time. But it's like you just need to know all sides of the of the hustle. If you know, okay, I'm doing this. I'm do, like, because the the way they get people in is like, oh, we're gonna have industry there. We're gonna have an agent yeah. there. We're gonna have a manager. We're gonna have. All these things like, listen, you need to know that's bullshit and you need to know that you're putting, you're bringing your friends and they are charging them fucking an insane amount of money for you to do this, but you're also gonna be able to maybe use this tape to do like you you need to know every part of the hustle and then you can decide whether you want to do it or not. It's not a bad thing. You just need to know like you just need to know like hey like you're not gonna be famous from this. You're not gonna get signed. This club is not gonna pass you. They're not gonna do the none of these things are gonna come from this. But as long as you know that and you're like okay look this is what then you're good. It's awareness. Yeah of course. Always know every aspect of everything, and and just and just know what it is. Like that's the most important thing. Is just not like when you're when you do something big, just like just like know the ceiling of it. Just like all right, this is yeah. this is cool. This is a neat thing to do and be able to tell people about. But at the end of the day, it's not going to advance what you do. It's not going to. It's just use it for what it is. You know that's. <clears throat> That's, I think, the, the one of the coolest things that I have, I've ever learned and the probably the most important
0: is just know the angle.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: About yep. perspective. Yeah. And so overarching advice, know everything. Yeah. Know everything. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, you know, that <laughs> yeah. kind of sounds like, that kind of <laughs> sounds weirdly shitty. You need to shitting. know everything yeah. about everything. I mean, no, yeah. it's all about perspective. Yeah. And anything. it's something I wish,
2: as somebody who started in the teeth of a shark, like me, like starting in Manhattan, like I had to find out the bringer thing, like, by myself like through the so yeah I think if I had sat you know and just like being younger I was like 23 when I started comedy and like I had people around me who were like we'll go to the show like but if I would taken that extra millisecond beforehand and be like why do they want me to bring people why are they encouraging me to bring people like what and then I think if I just like started and just kind of like sat back a little bit like kind of in your way of just like alright put your feet in the water see what it's like I could have saved my parents a lot of money right. from going to these shows. <laughs> I think that's the
1: worst part. Is you're just like, you're like, man.
2: Yeah. And I mean, like a- yeah, my parents would never say like, I can't believe you did that to us. They'd be like, no,
1: oh, it was great. It was right. great. It was well, a two and a
2: half hour long show. And like, I, that's, that's one of my biggest regrets. And like in the dream chasing and the following stuff is like putting people that I love in precarious situations or like getting them tricked or me being tricked and then them getting tricked as a result of it. Like, I'd like to think I'm out of that. Kind of cycle now, but like that is talk about a part of like following your dreams that like that's what they don't say is like there can be casualties outside of you. Well, there's all that's always gonna be that's always
1: gonna be there, dude. It always like it's just it just changes. Like when you like then you're like, come to the show, it's gonna be a big deal. And then you're like, then you realize like it's not, and they yeah. realize it's not. Like
2: the even like the the headliner series is like. So I was doing five person bringers now, and it's like now Caroline's it's a hundred and fifty person right, bringer. Right, right. It's just by a different like name.
1: Right, right. It's still a big deal to get that. Like it's still like a yeah. It's still like a cool thing. Like mm-hmm. I know people that that are very like it's like it's still like a it's still like a cool thing to to have. Yeah. Um, are you telling me if you if they called you you're just like. All right. Well, this no, no, no. That- I think, yeah,
2: I think I would like for sure do it, but there is the, it is a, it's a soft bringer. You know what I mean? So it's like, it might not be like explicitly like, hey, 150 or, you know, whatever the number is, but I've seen people get, I've seen people get it that I respect the shit out of them. And then there's another, like, and then every other one you'll be like, huh?
1: Okay. All yeah. right. I
2: guess they can, they can do it too. Like, I don't think all right. they're all scams, but there is that scam aspect to it where it's like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, for some, I mean, yeah, for some, I would say absolutely, but some are just like, oh, like it's like a legit, like legitimate thing, and yeah, like I
2: remember being uh, like when I first started, I went to uh, Ashley Gavin's, like she had her breakout series thing, and like I'd seen that, and was just like, I knew how hard she worked leading up to it. I saw how well she did. I've seen what she's gone, you know, on past that, and I was like, that was that felt like a watershed moment, and then I see, doesn't really seem like that for. Everybody. I don't know. Carolines, if you're listening to it, I'll do it. Fine. I'll do your breakout artist <laughs> series. I'll do I'll headline it and I'll bring six hundred people if you want me to. <laughs> I just
1: loved watching that wave. What you just write it to like okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Shit. But yeah,
2: I I mean the point being, like, there is still people being like Hey, bring as many people. Why? Because we'll make money off, of, you know. Right. and We're picking you because we know you'll you need right, this. Right. Yeah. So. No, dude. It's it. That's
1: it, that's gonna happen your whole career. Yeah. That kind of shit happens the whole way through. Every aspect of, and whether it's like, you know, you do like a thing, where you're like the, the worst part is giving your parents news of like, oh, this might be a th- like I got asked to audition for yeah. this or I got asked to. Uh, they're considering me for this, or I'm, I'm gonna do this thing, and like you, you start giving them like hope, where they're like, all right, it's between me and like three other dudes or two other dudes, and and uh, they really like me, and like you start giving them like that false, yeah, it's like not I, false hope, but like you yeah. start telling people things before you probably should, yeah,
2: or then and then you get two years later, and you're like, ah, oh, that was never, you know what I mean? Like, so, like I can handle disappointment on my own, but anytime spreading that out to people is like. I would rather eat a dick than, you know, like, hey, mom and dad, here's a thing I'm up for. Or if I do this, or if I jump through this hoop, then I can get this. And you get to the end of the hoops and it's like, all right, you get a, here's a late night spot. Congratulations. Right, it's right. like, what? Like a, a spot at 2 a.m. with four people in the audience. I yep. did all this for, yep. so uh, I would all love all of that. Yeah. I would love to spare them from that would be, but it's not, that's ideal. not your
1: job to do that. It's not, it's not your job to spare them. They're your parents. And it's like they they wanna be there for like your triumphs. Yeah. And if there's a chance that's the thing that you may not understand about parents is that if there's a chance for a triumph, even a slight chance, they wanna be there for it. Like that's the thing. then don't deny them that. Yeah. If they wanna come, come. Most of the time people don't. Like my you know, whatever like some people don't wanna do it. That's fine. Like don't force them to do it. But don't that's the other thing that other comics don't realize is like if you have a chance of a triumph, don't deny people that. Yeah. Don't give them that chance to like, like don't be that guy that has like this amazing night. I've been that guy. I've had like an amazing night and you just walk backstage and there's just nobody, you don't have nobody, nobody, know. like it's just like a weird thing where it's like, nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to remember. Like the people in the audience will remember like, sure. it's like, cool. But like nothing else will come of it. Yeah. You know, like that's a weird thing. It's was like, so why wouldn't you want to have like people there? To be like, I mean, like in a a weird way, like like the thing you said about the wine bottle. I don't remember that shit. Yeah. I don't remember it. But you remember it. But that's the thing. like when you have people around you that like remember things like, did you remember when this fucking happened? He's like it's a it's don't deny people an opportunity to see you be great. Yeah. That's the one advice I would give to you, especially if they want to do it. If they want to be there, let them let them come. Yeah. So.
2: All right, mom, you heard it. (laughs) um yeah i mean you got anything um
0: i I think the only thing and i we didn't give you a warning before the podcast and we should have uh usually uh we have guests do music recommendations like anything you listen to that you want people to listen to so like what have it could be current could be old anything that you want the listeners to check out other than your album on spotify other than your album yeah. Yeah, album Yeah. yeah
1: yeah uh it's called inspired it's uh yeah you can get it on everything it's yeah. streaming. on. I listen to it on Spotify. Yeah, it's really easy to get. thanks a lot for that, by the way. <laughs> um, what's the
2: and what's the most what's the if somebody listens to this and they're like I fuck with you like what's the biggest way that they can help you through this album? Is it like buying it on iTunes? Is it like does Spotify uh, well, the Spotify? Bi- well, I mean, the biggest
1: way is you can buy it. That'd be amazing. But again, like I I just want people to hear it, man. Just go st- like not everybody has fucking ten bucks to throw like nothing. Th- throw away the yeah. throw away. <laughs> Jesus Christ you get more enjoyment if you burn we'll, it. Cu- we'll fucking, cut that part yeah, yeah. What the fuck? nah leave it in there yeah. I don't give a fuck No, I just I, I just want people to hear it man I just want I like I, I worked hard on it I worked hard on it and the way that I structured everything was I wanted people to hear it I wanted people to see this like I want to develop fans and I like here's the thing is like if you know people go and listen to whatever but like if i if i find one fan or two you know all the like that's all i want i want people that like i want to be able to be somebody's you know like i i listen to a lot of like weird not weird but like odd rappers and um musicians and stuff and it's like like i'm a fan of those guys and um it's like if i, I I feel like if, if I could be somebody's like that for comedy, like, cause, cause I have comics that I love that people don't, um, fuck with a lot. And there's some of my, some of my favorite albums are fucking these weird, obscure comics. And I laugh hard. I still, I can listen to them on repeat and it's still just funny cause they're so like honest and stuff like that. Um, But I just, I just want people to find it and listen to it. That's that's all I want. So it's called Inspired. And if you want to see it, we keep referring to the documentary, but, uh, there's a documentary on, uh, YouTube. Basically it was like a year leading up to the album. When we started taping it, we didn't know that that's what it was going to be. I just met, uh, um, a photographer in New York. His name is Michael Avin. And, uh. He uh, he, kind of approached me and he was like, hey, I'd like to shoot something with you about what it's like where you're at in your career. He's like, I'd like to kind of just follow you around and tape stuff. And I was like, yeah, sure, cool. And it turned out to be this like really cool thing. It's, it's, it's a really cool thing. and uh, And it led up to taping the album. So if you want to see everything that leads up to taping an album and then listen to the album, that's it's there. You can go do all of that.
0: And, and I'll put the links to everything in the show notes so people can easily access all that stuff. But yeah, I watched, we listened to the album, we watched the... It was called Elevate, right? Was yeah. what it was called? Yeah. yeah. It was very, it was very interesting, and it was a lot of traveling. You were traveling through all these like different yeah, uh, like cities and stuff like it that. Is. So, <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was uh, interesting to see the behind the scenes of that because I always like me not being a comic. I always think like, oh, just everyone just around New York City, but you don't think of like yeah. people touring and there's somebody these somebody uh, who's not there yet. Places. It's like, oh, that's
2: what I can expect. Well, like some, yeah. some people or...
1: like some people can kind of make it seem like that's the other that's the other part about the documentary that I that I went for was I wanted it to be honest. Because people, there's a thing in comedy right now where everybody's trying to act like they are about two or three stations above where they are. Oh yes, look at my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody's trying to be like, oh, I'm here, I'm at this point. And it's like, I, you're not. You're not there. You're not at this point. Quit fucking saying that shit. You're not there. And so I wanted to do a thing where it was like, this is this is what an honest this is what honest comedy looks like. This is what it feels like. So here's what it is, and I wanted to be able to show people what it, what it's really like, because everything everything I watch is so fucking overproduced. It's so bold, like even like we don't even we don't even put reality in reality television, which is hilarious yeah, to me. It's very scripted. And so I was just like I just wanted to do a thing where it's like this is this is how it is, right? And I feel like it did it did really well. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, go check it out. Um, what, what was it, what was the M- music thing? Oh, yeah, music. music.
0: You have any? It could be an artist, could be a song, could be an album. I will could say be this, as many as you want,
1: I'll, I'll give the shout out uh, to the comic I was talking about because one Do of that. one of my favorite comics uh, is a comic from LA. His name is Dave Waite. and he has an album called Dead Weight. Is what it's called But it's like It's spelled like His last name His last name is W-A-I-T-E I think And No 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 W-A-I-T And uh, He uh, <laughs> He's just so like Off the wall Crazy Kind of like It's like a, It's a crazy thing But the album starts out In sheer chaos Which is one of the things I love about it Because he If you listen to it If nothing else This is the best way Best reason to start He they, So he's recording an album This is a big deal and they introduce him, and he doesn't come to the stage. And if you like, if you've been around Brooklyn for long enough, you're like, "Oh, fucking, this is a this is gonna be a thing." This uh, it's like, it's like a, a weird performance decision, yeah. you know. <laughs> and uh, he doesn't come, and then you hear the host come back on and be like, "Okay, well, I guess uh, we caught Dave, and like a, he's in the bathroom situation." Oh my God, That's awesome. and uh, and then you hear somebody in the back of the room just go. There he is! <laughs> <laughs> and they go, and they go, ladies and gentlemen, Dave, wait. And he comes on a stage, and the first thing he says is, going, I got trapped out on the fire escape. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess he was smoking a cigarette, yeah. and the window shut. And so he had he to, get the in. club is upstairs, so he had to go down the fire escape oh and Lord. then run around and through the building up damn into right the, before you're about to record and then he, that's and crazy he had to, and need to run onto that's thing. stressful holy shit but the whole set the whole album starts with that level of chaos and you can feel him because like when you do an album the whole thing is like i like i'm structured i know where i'm gonna go i know where i'm gonna yeah. move and you can feel his brain he's pulling things out that he probably normally wouldn't and he's kind of like say but it's so honest and so like it's all so like such a real stand up set that it's one of my favorite things to listen to um and I can't like recommend it enough it's called dead weight and he's got a few other albums that are all that are also is uh, really good but that one is my all time favorite and if you're a comedy fan I promise you you need to go listen to it is it weird that I'm plugging his album more than I'm plugging mine? No, I mean you it sound can. a little bit more excited for his album.
2: Truthfully, uh, yeah, that's well, it's what. Like,
0: it's like, it's like, I'm good. My album's dope. I yeah. know that. Like, <laughs> <it's> so- <laughs> but speaking of coming out on stage, one thing I noticed in the Elevate uh, series you did, I don't, I, I don't know like how it normally works when they call you on, but you were like upstairs, couldn't hear the people announced you to come on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just timed it so perfect. I was in awe about like just... Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. You, Well, I think that's like, a lot of times... your entrance. That's <laughs> a lot of
1: times too. It's like a lot of times you don't watch the comic before like you like smoke. Like I liked... Anytime I can smoke a cigar before I go on stage, it just puts me in like a better headspace. And so I... Any, like that particular venue, you can smoke upstairs. And so I was like... I was burning one like right before and uh somebody just came up and was just like all right hey you're 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 on and you just walk on and it's it's uh but yeah it's that's one of my favorite shots in the whole yeah thing it was too. it was yeah, it was, was a, a very shot. epic entrance I never, I never yeah. it
2: was cool
0: it was very cool um, um all right is that it
2: yeah i mean Right. I have to pee so badly. Yeah, <laughs> I peed so many times already too, and I stopped it. Yeah, all right. All right. Thanks, Justin. Justin, oh, we thanks really appreciate it. Yeah. Really, really, really appreciate it. Thanks for making the time. This is this is yeah, awesome, and I got some good shit. And any comedian or anybody who's chasing anything should listen to this shit. I mean, I'm telling them to listen at the end. They listen to it. And you're,
1: gonna put, you're gonna put links up to my Instagram. Well, I'll put
0: links to all your social accounts, like the Elevate series, your album, uh, your website, anything else you want me to put yeah, in yeah. there I'll put in there all right, yeah. cool, cool. Um,
1: well, if nothing else you can find everything at uh, Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram I got uh, all the links and stuff there too so I'm just I'm just thinking ahead of like if this is yeah. piece, like you know whatever yeah.
0: well I'll I'll plug all his uh, information right below where you hit play and you can check it out um, I've seen Justin live as well and he killed it at uh, one of Dan's shows yeah. um, and I you know we listened to his album I've watched some videos he has so I can vouch for it very very good um, check it out thank you for joining us Yeah. Justin. thanks man appreciate oh, thanks. it